welcome to the Heart, Mind, and Voice Show. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hello. <laughs> happy, happy Saturday. Why am I struggling in my seat? <laughs> <laughs> you got to roll off the screen. I know. <laughs> it is such a nice, 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 nice time to be here tonight. I'm so, I don't know why, but I, I'm glad we're on the show tonight. I feel good tonight. I said tonight. I didn't say today. I said tonight. <laughs> I feel like this is a breath of fresh air. Um, we have so much to talk about. This is a really good and very interesting show tonight, ladies. Woo! <laughs> we have a lot to uncover tonight. Um, very interesting topics. Are y'all ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Are y'all ready? Oh my God. Hello, HMB fam. We're so glad to be back on the air tonight. We miss you guys. We miss you guys every single day. Be sure to tune in um, weekly, every day on our podcast. We have shows that upload every week on our podcast on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon. Yeah. Tune in, y'all. We have some good stuff. <laughs> so if you miss us tonight, you can always tune in on YouTube, Facebook, or Apple, or Spotify, <laughs> or Amazon. So definitely tune in weekdays, Monday through Friday, or Saturday, right here with us. And what's your own opinions, y'all? So this is your girl, Coach Shalanda. We have your girl, Miss Sirius K. Look at all sexy tonight. <laughs> Miss Queen A. A blue soul. So how are you ladies doing tonight? Good. It's been an interesting good week, but I am doing good. Um, I enjoyed, I went to the gym. I joined the gym, y'all. So I've been in the gym every day. Good, <laughs> That is Sirius K main thing, honey. Work out. She loved to work out, honey. Love it. Sirius K, are you in a gym or boot camp? Or oh, you know, I start back next week. So I yes. I, I had some time off, and you know, so my doctor told me, you know, I gave oh, me clearance. Start back next week, and you know, I can't wait. Yes. I'm so excited. You can get addicted to the gym. Yeah, I love it. Yes. Yeah. How was your week, Huh? How was your week? You know, my week was very interesting. You know, it was just very interesting, to say the least. I <laughs> like <laughs> stories, so what's <laughs> To say the least, but I will say, you know, that I think that, I think all of us are on some health journeys, you know, so we got some, I'm sure we all um, have some big goals to accomplish by summer, right? Mm -hmm. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm just trying to make it a lifestyle. I mean, of course, yeah. I want to get you know get get it right get it tight for the summer but i want to definitely make this a lifestyle i feel so much better since i've been going to the gym you know so. the one thing i've noticed the older you get the easier i'm talking you can put on a pound or two and mm -hmm. in about 30 minutes oh yeah on my line in about yeah. 30 minutes <laughs> and it takes you about 10 days to take off in one pound Okay, maybe five days. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it takes serious discipline 
and work out. And I mean, you have to focus and work out to shed those pounds. But putting them on, it takes that. The older you get, so all you look nice, well-built young folks, please just make it a lifestyle. Eat healthy, eat right, work out every day. You can eat what you want, just work out hard every day. That way, whatever you eat, you can work it off and just flush it out of your system. I wish I was like my mom. My mom told me, um, I wish I listened to her. She always said, because up until 30, like I was so small. And she was like, need yeah. not, you know, like don't eat, don't eat all that junk food. And child, as soon as I turned like 30 something, like the weight just packed on. And I'm like, I've been up and down ever since. But mm-hmm. especially going to the doctor, it's interesting that this is a six year, which, you know, deals with, you know, when you study in a six, it, def- it definitely deals with health and balancing out yourself so you can be your optimum best you can feel happy emotional you can feel you know very emotional happy whatever but um especially when i went to the doctor and they indicated i had some in, um, inflammatory infection and still trying to discover what that is so the best way to really deal with it until they discover where it's coming from is to work out is to lose the weight um eat right but y'all i can't even eat i try to eat a um a donut the other day. I'm like, I'm just gonna eat I ate the whole damn donut, and was, but listen, I felt like I just like it felt like I just blew up again. So mm-hmm. I noticed that I cannot eat certain foods no more. Even if I just wanted, you know, a little simple snack, I gotta work it off hard. <laughs> yeah, you need oh some God. anti-inflammatory uh, uh, vitamins, and and those uh, berries are real good too. Yeah, yeah, you know, I heard that. I just started eating a lot of berries. I, I have mm-hmm. a bunch of strawberries and blackberries. I hate raspberries, but yeah, I've been I've been looking, I've been searching online to see what's the best method because you know the doctors they, they always want to pump you up with a bunch of medication. Yeah, they do. Yeah, and I don't like medication. Like I can't stand it. But yeah. um, <laughs> like I would have a headache, y'all, and I would not even take nothing for it because I can't stand taking common pills or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, so now I'm learning what to use, what mm-hmm. foods to eat that's going to help reduce the inflammatory. So, the mm-hmm. and I've changed up another secret too, which I guess is really not a secret water, you know, the intake of water drinking. And I've now, you know, and I used to dedicate a gallon a day, and now I started back dedicated but now where i used to drink from the gallon itself just turn it up <laughs> the actual jug but now i pour it into a cup you know into a water cup or whatever um mm-hmm. i infuse the water with lemon or orange or some type mm-hmm. of uh, fruit you know a strawberry mm-hmm. even cucumber yeah. um and it does it makes a difference it wow. definitely makes a difference for me i would do that i'm like no i'm just gonna turn it up you know, or I would put the packets. My thing were the, the flavor packets, which mm-hmm. we all know that's not good. But I would, in my mind, I can't do it no other way. So I would do the packets. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I stopped the packets and say, okay, well, I got to do the, um, if I got to do the plain water, I need to do something. So my um, doctor said, okay, well, how about infusing the water? How about putting some fruit? And you know how you would see mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. that in things, the hotels. You're like, okay, yeah, let me try that. <laughs> so it definitely definitely makes a difference when you're drinking more than just a glass of water. You know, mm-hmm. you, I, I, you know, I love water so much. Um, my husband, he buys like six cases at a time. Yeah, well, you <laughs> I love it, but I just kind of you know how they tell you you have to drink half in ounces of your body weight of water. Yeah. That's how much intake you need a day. 
So I just kind of know how many bottles, you know, yeah. like eight <laughs> bottles. I just drink them back to back, but I start, uh, my secret was starting as soon as I wake up, you know, after I brush yep, my teeth, right then, then you're going to yep. get it in. But if you wait until 12, 1 o'clock, you ain't going to get all your ounces in. No, you're not going to get it yeah. now, never do the gallon because it was almost like having a full plate of food. It was overwhelming for me, like looking mm -hmm. at that gallon, like, oh, I got to <laughs> so the bottles really helped me because it wasn't so like, oh, I'm just right there. That's all I drink. So I, I just, you know, drink the water. Yeah. But I heard, I did hear that lemon, like squeezing lemon yeah. juice in your water was almost like an appetite suppressant. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. it, it is. It definitely helped. I started, I met with her this week. I started this week, you know, along with, you know, helping stuff just this week alone. And I started went Tuesday or Wednesday. I think it was Wednesday, seven pounds just this week. Yeah. Seven pounds. I got on the scale seven pounds minus negative. Congratulations. <laughs> Just this week. Yeah, congratulations. So it it's it hard. This really helps. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I can't wait to see the next week and the week after and the week. Because if we can do seven times 12. But anyway, <laughs> you know what? He already started. We missed you today, Donald. I was looking for you. I was like, I forgot you. You you had something going on. <laughs> no, he didn't. Hey, Kim. <laughs> well, that's good, y'all. Let's get started. Our show. First of all, of course, y'all, we know that this is the last Saturday. Well, we don't have to let it be the last Saturday, but you know, according to the calendar and everything, it's the last Saturday. Hi, Nikki. Hi, Nikki. Hi, Nikki. Everybody come in. <laughs> Forget you, Donald. <laughs> <laughs> it's the last Saturday of Black History Month, of, of the Black History Month, although Black History is every day, all year, every year. Um, but it's the last um, Saturday of Black History Month that the calendar recognized. So, of course, we have another Black History Excellence Spotlight that we want to recognize. And I'm very excited about these two Black women here. And the reason why um, I wanted to bring up these two um Young ladies, because uh, <laughs> me and my buddy here, Miss Queen A, we have a lot of conversations about the corporate world. We really do. I mean, some really, really deep conversations about the corporate world and and just how I mean, she's working on a book and I, I'm not going to reveal the book because I don't know if she wants it out there, but <laughs> she wants it out there. She can reveal it. But um, it's about, you know the corporate world and everything and just how things go on. And we both are in the corporate world and just dealing with things that are just so unfortunate in so many ways and just with systems, with politics and just with everything. And then to just see the motivation here, these two black women that have conquered, um, you know, the, the, the things that are just, you know, there are so many challenges. I mean, there are so many things that are so hard to, to, to get past, we can get past, and I mean, we're children of God, <laughs> so we can get past so much, but we cannot deny the walls that are, that we actually have to tear down. I don't know if our producer is in the, I don't know if she's in the corporate world and she's in nonprofit, but, um, you know, it's just a lot that we have to do. I know Sirius K is, is her, um, she 
business owner. But um, it's a lot that we have. She's in the beauty world. But, <laughs> but it's a lot that, you know, that we have to deal with. And to for these two ladies um, to be two, two black CEOs. And one thing I look up, it was like 41 women um, that are known that are 41 women, y'all. 41 women, as we know of, according to research, that are CEOs um, of companies today. But two, <laughs> did y'all hear what I said? Two, mm-hmm. first of all, 41 women. Um, we're talking about companies. You know how many companies in the world today? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only 41 and two CEOs are Black of the Fortune wow. 500. Two. You know, um, our producer said, um, she put in the chat, she said, Rosalind Ross, she is the um, the CEO of Walgreens Boots mm-hmm. Alliance, and the Sonda Brown Duckett is the CEO of TIAA, so major companies. Major, major. They are Fortune 500 list for 2021. Um, that's historic. Two black female CEOs, first time ever, first time ever. And it's Rosalind, they call her Roz. And she's the CEO of Walgreens Boots Alliance, you know, Walgreens, you know, Walgreens. Mm-hmm. and Tashonda Brown Duckett, the CEO of TIA, TIAA, you know what that is. That's a um, life insurance, new uh, insurance for New York. I think it's a, it's an entity of the New York life insurance. Um, the annual Fortune 500 list features the 500 largest American companies by total revenue. Now, the revenue was crazy because these companies, they are of the trillion dollar companies. So they're not over million dollar companies. <laughs> Small to medium size. They're over, tri- they are part of the trillion dollar, they make up trillion dollar companies. They're part of that network. So right. they were making major moves. And I was watching um, uh, a show at Tashonda. She was speaking. And just to know, she made a statement and she said, um, it does not escape me that I am standing on the shoulders of giants, including mm-hmm. the cooks and janitors and others who looks who looked like me and were first to enter corporate America. They created the wow. space for me to create to uh, for me to have this opportunity. My hope is that corporate America realizes that talent is created equally, but opportunity is not. And we all acknowledge that there's still more work to be done. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. And another thing I like about <laughs> this is kind of like a joke, but it's a true joke with um Tashonda. This is an inside joke, but it's true if you listen to it. Remember, we talked about the banks, Wells Fargo and Chase. Remember how I said, you know, Chase got it going on? Well, y'all, she was the former CEO of Chase. Wow. Wow. Remember when I told y'all about Chase? I was like, Chase is America's bank. Wow. Now I know why. (laughs) Now I know. I'm like, well, that's the reason why. I mean, look. I mean, now she's not, the, of course, the CEO anymore. But now, hello. It was in good hands, and she's no longer there. But still, I understand why she right a great mm-hmm. bank to bank it. I'm like, well, now I understand, <laughs> you know. But black, yeah, so, go ahead. Queen black Anne, women are really rising, though. Um, whereas oh, yeah, things are changing, yeah. yeah. And, and I believe it's more to come in terms of black women rising because, um, you know, black women. 
been suppressed for so long. And then, you know, not only they have to prove themselves because they are a woman, but because they are black as well. But I definitely see changes in corporate in terms of black women and um, especially in the tech world, black women are rising even more in the tech world. So, um, but uh, you know, it's just, I'm just glad to see what's happening and I can't wait to see that the, the changes is gonna occur, um, you know, amongst black people, but especially black women. Yes, yes. You know, and um, you know, there's been talk stating that this is the time for um, black women. And we can see, we can see how things are changing. We, I know we talk, we have friends, we have family. We see how friends and family are making strides, are making moves with their businesses. It's more black entrepreneurs than black women entrepreneurs right. than ever that are making major moves and they're really doing mm -hmm. some things. We have one in the chat right now <laughs> that are making some great moves. We have them right here on the show <laughs> that are making some great moves. So yeah, this is the time now. And I think, you know, it's, it's definitely time, you know, it's definitely time. It yeah. is, it's, 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 it's definitely time. I will say that. You, you know, know what I would say too? Um, one thing I thought about, let's say, you know, um, I was speaking to someone earlier about a vision board. It would be great for black women to put the, put yourself, like you don't have to display it to the world, but put yourself on a black history post and, and name your vision. So, you know, that way you give you giving life to, you know, to your future. Mm -hmm. And it's like you are because you want to make history. So, you know, you are putting yourself in history saying this is me, you know, speaking to yourself and saying this is me. This is this is going to be me. This is what I'm becoming. This is what I am. And really speaking to yourself. So every time I mean, you don't got to do it just during Black History Month, but I'm just saying you can do it. Right. every. But it's more special as well when you post and, you know, you put yourself in a little newspaper, however you want to do it. Put Black History Month, you know, and just put yourself as, you know, in Black History Month. Yes. So, I love that. Yes. I yes. love that. Make a post. Make your That's own Black History Yeah, exactly. Put yourself in history, y'all. Yes. <laughs> love that. So do that, ladies. Let's be mindful. Let's do that. Men, men too, though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Wow. Well, some good Black History um, Excellence Spotlight. So let's move further along in the show. We want to take out a moment first. Um, you, we, we've all heard about, you know, the Ukrainian and the Russia um, war. So we just want to pray for the Ukrainians. We do. We want to pray for the world right now. It's so much that is going on. So much evil that is taking place in this world that is not fair, that is just really taken over. And so we know that prayer changes things, prayer changes people, prayer changes situations. We know that prayer works. So all the prayer warriors across the world, get on your knees and get to praying. Go yes, to work. Because yes. <laughs> we know man cannot beat nor stop prayers. Yes. So all of our love, our heart, our thoughts goes out to everyone. And we are definitely praying for our fellow brethren. Mm -hmm. We are praying for the Ukrainians. Yes. All right, y'all. All right. Let's get into the show. Now, we're going to start off with our hot topic tonight. And this is a very unique topic. We're going to talk about second life. I don't know if a lot of people have heard of Second Life, but when I did a little research on Second Life, did y'all know that Second Life was like had had was created like in the late nineties? Yeah, well, of course I would know, 
<laughs> I'm not really into that kind of stuff, but <laughs> I'm really not. <laughs> Did y'all know? So you knew, of course, Queen. Serious K, of course, Queen A would know. <laughs> yeah, I know. But you know, it went through. It went, it had. It didn't have. I don't know if it was that name, but they could not. Like it was already created, but they had issues in the coding and you know the technology and stuff. They had issues in the coding and all of that. That's so, but it was around for some time, but now they now it's becoming more popular. So. Yeah, I guess that makes sense because of the video games. You know, back then the kids were, you know, avatars, mm -hmm. so to speak. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right? and that was in my son back in the nineties playing video games. So, it makes right? sense, you know. But when you think about, see how we talk about movies? We took, I think we all mentioned it before. In movies, they always display what's the common. Remember that show, the Avatar? Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. So. Yeah. Yeah, and it was like it was. I'm sure before the Avatar, it was already in the making, and people were already using it. But the Avatar, like, it just really displayed the the, the cartoon, the Jetsons, <laughs> and that was like when we were younger. So you know, that was like almost what 40 years ago. So yeah, and we yeah. see it, we see all of that happening now. So this, I think, television be prophetic. <laughs> yeah, and I used to love the Jetsons because I love Flintstones. <laughs> I used to love the Flintstones. Mm -hmm. That was one of my favorite. Came on at the Flintstones. Yeah. Like, you know, millennials are watching. It's like, who the hell? Are <laughs> who the hell are the Jetsons? But <laughs> I just want to see this one cartoon, the the robot. I hated that cartoon. It came never catch. The I love the robot. Are you serious? Mm -hmm. I like all the Warner yeah. Brothers cartoons, but Bunny, all that. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> but second life. I became aware. Okay, Donald, go on now. He's talking about old oh boy. You know. What I'm <laughs> right, Donald. <laughs> so second life, I became aware of Second Life watching the talk show, and they were talking about the guest was talking about. I don't. I think she was a guest co-host. She was talking about how she decided. I guess she had a membership or whatever, and she was talking about she created her little avatar. And, you know, I guess you can create your own life, however you want it to be rich or whatever. And if you want a long hair, short hair, whatever you want, black, white, whatever. And uh, sexy, fine, fat, whatever. <laughs> meet whomever you wanted to meet. Have whatever you wanted to have. And um, and so she was saying some funny things about it. She was saying how she met this guy and how he was, you know, light bright, but he had dark, you know, um, Woo woo, and so <laughs> and so I was like, Wow, you know, wait a minute. And so she was, and it was as you know, it was her avatar, and it was his avatar. And so she was saying how you know it was just so fascinating. And if I'm not mistaken, I think that um she went like across country, like to another country, and you know, like you can just and when I was researching it, um I think they said 65% um, internet, it was 65% international users and then the rest, you know, um, the US. And I'm like, wow, so okay, okay. And I wonder why. And so they say they want to enhance it, make it more where people can connect. They really don't want to make it so that they have to use the, uh, what do you call those headsets? VR, the VR headsets and uh -huh, stuff. The virtual headsets. So, yeah. And it's adult users, not kid friendly right now. It's still adult users. But I think their component is um, metaverse, something like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. metaverse, yeah. But it's more headsets and, you know, out of probably the kids get on it and everything else. <laughs> But um, so they're, you know, have to tweak a lot of stuff because, you know, anything kid friendly, 
Right. That's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. So, so you know, they're really working on it. But the thing, hey, Donald, if we say hey one more time. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just amazing to me how um, things like that fascinate people and how, I mean, just think about that. Sirius K, what do you think about that? Just escaping into a second life. Would you be interested oh. in I would be interested in that, but you know what? I can't, I know I can see, but I can see this. I can see our future turning into a like a virtual reality thing. Yeah. As far as I can see this done on uh, job interviews, you know, yeah. especially okay. with COVID. We don't yeah. know if there's another pandemic. Really going like like yeah. I can see that, uh, you know, you sitting there in the office and you sitting and, you know, you this, the person's interviewing you, both your avatars are communicating back and forth. I can also see, I even thought about like, like, like now I'm doing online school, right? And mm -hmm. sometimes your teachers want you to create these videos because they just want to see who you are, right. you know, look at you mm -hmm. and listen to you. So I can kind of see that you know, going into online studying, like meeting a teacher or your uh, peers or whatever. Mm -hmm. So uh, there, I, there's definitely, I think there's going to be some advancement with this virtual reality stuff. Right. Oh, wow. What do you think, Queen A? Y'all already know. <laughs> <laughs> In a good way. <laughs> oh, In a good way. I already went online and you can join for free, but you probably have limited access. Yeah, but yeah. um, so you know, I, I love technology, so um, but I find it interesting that and I, I definitely agree with series K with that is that, that is the way we seem to be going. Um, but I'm part of Zoe Ministries in New York and they have a prophetic virtual conference, they have it twice a year, and we are we literally have to make our avatar, so we don't have to be seen or anything like that. You create the avatar whichever way you like, and he said it to us, he was like he was preparing us for the future. So when we go to these conferences online, we, you know, we are whatever we want to be in the, you know, in the conference and we go and we just enjoy church online and it's really interesting and fun. So, I mean, I, I like it. I would love to create a whole second life and just kind of, you know, I like entertaining stuff like that. So I'll probably Mm -hmm. No, I, I'm sorry. Y'all know I forgot to say this, but there are some jobs that are also creating um, like a virtual reality thing. Uh, I um, there I have a, a client that her job is it's a global company, so they use avatars. Wow. You know, the, their clients use avatars and they meet with them online and in this virtual world and you know, they got the, they do the hair how they want, the clothing, the outfit, the glasses, everything. So, so yeah. let me ask you this, um, Queen A, since you have used the avatar, so do you have to guide the avatar and everything? Like yes, you use your mouse and you guide it, you can walk, you can run, you can jump it, you can clap, you can laugh, whatever you want to do. And yeah. Well, I think I'm still not coordinated. I think I would just be all over the place like, wait, 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 where did I go? <laughs> Yeah. And then, you know, so even like in coaching, like they have, um, they have this whole thing with um, the avatar where you can go, like if you're doing a coaching session or you're doing like a therapy session yeah. where you go in and you get to choose where you want to be. So if you want to be on the beach with your therapist or coach or whatever, you go on the beach. If you want to be mm -hmm. in an office, you could, you know, and also we learn on, like we have to do online learning in terms of like in a classroom and something like that. So we actually we can go sit on computers and type. You can do all type of stuff. It's really fun. Wow. Yeah. You know, it'd be interesting. You know, you know, you know, I should really, 
you know what? In my second life, I'm going to be a, a, a relationship sex therapist. But <laughs> <laughs> no, no, listen, no. Listen, 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 like, if you want to bring, if you want to spice up your marriage and bring entertainment, you can create like, um, say for instance, you don't know how to dance or whatever, right? You can create a whole, um, you know, a 3D type thing where you dance it for your husband or your wife or whatever. You just do something fun and entertaining. Yeah, that is fun. Like a virtual war. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Okay, Queenie. Moving on. <laughs> Interesting though, and and yeah, I mean, you guys, remember, yeah. hold on, remember that show? See, it happened years ago. It was with um, what is that guy name? Was a famous um, but he anyway, he was uh, <laughs> y'all probably like this girl always talk about sex, but he in this show they was virtual, but they were not touching, they were having sex virtually, so they got to feel <laughs> the feeling of it, but they were not, they were not, they were saying that basically the show is based on the future. So in the future, you cannot touch because it was full of disease, the world was full of diseases, whatever. So they created it where virtually you cannot touch one another. You can put on a mask, you can assume yourself, you know, assume that you're involved with the person, you get to choose you want to be with the person. Or if you would marry whatever, you, you and your spouse in separate beds, you put on this thing and you enjoy the experience, but you're not touching. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, I that may happen. <laughs> Let's Never saw it. Oh Lord, this next topic. Crazy, uh, crazy Kim K got well, Kim ain't really crazy. Kim K, but that Kanye. Kim K is asking the judge y'all to expedite her divorce from Kanye. Kanye is harassing her. She's wanting to get a divorce because every time you look right, it's oh, it's it's something every week with them. Do you guys see something in the blogs every week about All them? The yeah, this guy. And you know, it's like something every week. So she's like, can you please do something? I can free from this, from that. <laughs> From that, because he is, you know, I think it has a lot to do with his mental yeah. <laughs> health, a lot to do with his mental health, because he is so wishy-washy, all the statements he has made over the years about, you know, just so many things, and 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 I knew it, I knew it when, when they got married, when they were together, when they got married, I knew that if they were to go, well, I kind of knew that. It probably end this way. I mean, you know, like end up like this, like they're going their separate ways. And I kind of had intuition that it would kind of be like this. Like it won't be easy when they do decide to go their separate ways on his part. And look at them. Tell me what you guys think about Kim and Kanye. Serious Kate? Oh, honey. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think he was uh diagnosed with uh Yes. As being bipolar, right? Yes, he take medication. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um Imagine. <laughs> know, I, I think that uh Kanye, my God, um <laughs> he needs to always, he has to always be in touch with his therapist. His therapist should call him all yeah. the time. Yeah. Advise him all the time. He needs advisors, he needs his attorneys, he needs Life coaches, he need therapists, he need uh, everybody on speed dial. Mm -hmm. 
because uh he's going a little bit too far and he and this right here the things that he's doing now could probably hurt him in the long run especially yeah. going to court going to divorce court when it comes to child custody and yeah. seeing his children and stuff because the way he's acting and she got receipts for it because he's all on instagram and right talking about the girl boyfriend and calling him names uh his followers are in this girl's inbox talking bad about a boyfriend and things like that so he needs to his attorneys need to advise him that this could hurt him if he want to see his kids you know stop acting all like erratic and harassing this girl like that you know when when somebody is done with you you leave them alone right you know enough is enough mm -hmm. move yeah. on go on the lady is done yeah <laughs> yeah you know uh, it's, it's 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 very sad it's, it's, it's yeah. sad that this guy's going through this and it seems like the trigger for him was when his mother passed he just yeah. it just came full surface yeah yeah what are your thoughts queen a child i don't know what that can be doing to these men though <laughs> <laughs> did you hear her past stories like these men like they never the same but anyway kanye to me like I think he's beyond bipolar. Like, I, I think he, I don't know. I just think he's, but I don't want to say, any, you know, claim anything for him, but I just, I think he really needs severe help. But, yeah. you know, um, but I, yeah. I'm not nervous yeah. anything, but just, just my opinion. Um, I think that when somebody is mentally ill, they have, they, they develop a, an obsession. So yeah. I think that he is now in the stages of like, he's becoming obsessed now. And then he's getting to the point where, um, you know, he's he's harassing her. He's he's harassing people that she's involved with. Yes. So he really needs some severe, severe therapy and help. And I don't know. I don't know how the medicine is. Um, I know my mom, when she used to take medicine for mental illness, um, it affected her in many ways. So because of what he does, he, maybe the medicine could be affecting him. I don't know if he's taking on a regular basis, but. Mm -hmm. he really need to find something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is like another loss for him. You know what I mean? And that's oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. 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 And that's triggers it with mental with mm -hmm. mental illness. That you right, Kim. If you have a loss, any type of loss, it, it mm -hmm. triggers it to another level. Yeah. Yeah. He has very erratic behavior. It's really sad. Really a sad situation. I guess the moral to their story is. You know, when you see a situation like this, you know, there's, I think that the, you know, the family should, you know, at least advise, you know, more so, um, I would say pull him to the side and, and maybe so not so much as fight him because that just kind of, you know, um, spark that, you know, spark up that spark, that mental you know, flame that that mental illness, and you cannot. Let me tell you something. Yeah. <laughs> I have. I tell people time and time, you cannot fight anybody with a mental illness. Oh they yeah, violence, and they think survival. And oh, they, yeah. yeah, you cannot. You cannot beat them. You cannot. You. Why do you think it takes how many people to restrain a person that? For reason. I saw somebody have a mental breakdown. It was a woman, and it took fourteen cops yeah. that were to to um tie her down. Yeah, and so that's the thing. You can't. You, you there's a certain way that you have to approach people with mental illness. There's a certain and, way. And if you're gonna approach them, you you make sure it's more than you. 
right. <laughs> interventions are not only for alcoholics or drug yeah. addicts. You yeah. have to do interventions for people with mental illness too, you know? Yeah. And so there's a way that you have to approach each level of mental illness. You don't approach all of them in the same exact way because yeah. they're all different. So yeah. you have to approach them differently. And so you have to know how to approach yeah. them. You just don't right. <laughs> go I to them because they won't respond uh, I, well. Right. I, I mm -hmm. tell people that all the time. You, There's a way to approach them. And I'm big because I have a little one. I'm huge when it comes to little ones are involved and they have four children. And I think that the family, because they're heavily involved and they're very close clearly we see they're very close and they should not team up and come against him but they should team up and 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 support him as far as getting him some help and yeah. show you know, uh it, we understand that she doesn't want him so by you um reaching out to him because you're still family you got four kids <laughs> you got four kids um, all of you guys are still family. Those kids matter. And that's their father. No matter how crazy he is, that is their father. So they do need to reach out to him. They do. I, my thing is they do need to come together with him and, 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 and you approach him differently and get, they are rich. Get right. some help, get some professional help. There's too many. Yala, AJ, there's too many folks out there. Dr. Phil, there's too many people out there that knows how to approach where the family can come together and get the proper help where we all can work together. And, you know, and, you know, and going our separate ways, yet remaining a stable family. And that's what they need to do because, you know, it's a done deal, but yet we're still family. So yeah. we have to learn how to um, co-parent in a harmonious way because we got, we have one, we got four children. You know, yeah. for our children. Yeah. You know, Shalanda, um, well, I was going to say, you, one thing I definitely commend you on, I'm pretty sure serious case like this, but you are a true ride or die. Like, I'd be like, <laughs> I call, I'd be like, listen, I have an idea. It'd be a stupid idea. Girl, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> but you are like, you would be the type of person that you stick it through, through everything. But when it comes like to mental health, because I have experienced, like for me, like mm -hmm. my mom and everything, um, it's something hard to like, you really, yeah. like you need support to even deal with somebody who has mental illness. Mm -hmm. And yeah. for me, and you know, I wish I didn't do it the way I did, but I, um, like I used to push her away a lot because I didn't know I wasn't schooled on it, educated a lot on it. So I used to push her away because it was too much to, to you know, to kind of bear and take mm -hmm. in. Mm -hmm. So for her, it's probably like a lot to take in. And I don't know if she's really educated on, on it, but she's, she's at the point where she's like, I'm just so over it. I'm done because it is a lot to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, and even for the getting the support that, that takes a lot because my family and I, we did try to get the support from my mom, but it took a whole lot to, you know, mm -hmm. and it, she she would be in an institution. She had come home. She right back to the same thing. But with him, um, I don't know. I don't know how true this is, but I read something the other day, and they talked about him selling his soul. And you know, so I know in the whole entertainment industry, they do talk about something. You know, when people sell yeah. their soul, I don't know the whole meaning behind that. What is the meaning behind that anyway? But basically, they were saying something like, um, after he sold his soul or whatever, he went crazy. So, but you know, because it was around the time that like they were basically saying, I forgot what I read, but it was basically saying something like, 
you know, he sold his soul, but something had to be sacrificed and his mother was sacrificed. And then after that, he kind of oh, went free. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. So I don't know how true that is, but I know the whole entertainment industry. Oh, Illuminati. Green mm -hmm. said, yeah. I, I know the whole entertainment industry is a whole nother level in terms of is a world that we don't even know that goes on. Yeah. But That's you know what? I wanted to say something real quick about the boyfriend. And, mm -hmm. and, and I think this could also be a ploy, you know, for him that he's trying to get rid of the boyfriend. You know what I mean? Oh. Trying to get this guy out because you know, I don't know if y'all ever dealt with this before, but you know, like an ex, they know you got somebody, they doing stuff to try to get rid of the new man, the new boyfriend. And this yeah. could, he know, this could affect her in the future with dating because people are going to be like, oh, no, don't mess with her because you know, Kanye, oh, he right. you know, he might do this and yeah. he might do that. You know how his mind is. So, this could be a ploy, kind of. Yeah, if you if I can't have her, then nobody can. So I'm gonna just ruin her life, you know. Get it together, do the right thing. That's all I can say. Get yeah. it together, do the right thing. Y'all will be sure to like, share, and subscribe on our YouTube and our um, Facebook page, y'all. We're gonna shift gears a little bit and we're gonna talk about more so what the title show means, y'all. Woo! Let's get into some look look, look at Queen A serious game. <laughs> Time in my life, so <laughs> We're gonna talk about cheating is not about the sex, <laughs> right? Or is cheating about the sex? Cheating ain't about the sex. Cheating about the sex, y'all. I have heard so many myths that when people, when men cheat, it ain't about the sex. When women cheat, I don't know about women. Well, Queen nigga tell us about that. But I. <laughs> <laughs> But cheating is more than just having sex with someone. I have oftentimes I've heard that, you know, cheating with someone is an emotional connection. It's, it's not so much as just the sex. The sex is just a part of, of, of the entire situation. <laughs> but it's not so much... Um, it's the meaning of it and, and 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 the whole reason for it and everything, but yeah, okay. But um, I don't know. I just beg to differ when it comes to men. I beg to differ on that. But um, cheating, um, of course, we all know cheating is wrong. I definitely think that um, cheating can definitely be. It all starts in the mind. I think yeah, it's definitely uh, premeditated. It just don't happen. <laughs> she didn't you don't nobody just oh i just fell on her oh i just just fell down on it <laughs> no <laughs> it's premeditated it's planned you know so <laughs> you know even if you go out to the to, you go out one night and you know have a good time with your friends and you still you see that person remember her you see that person and you're thinking and you know you're gonna have conversations it is premeditated. You don't just boom. It just happened. It never just happens. Never just happens. So it definitely starts in the mind. I think that um, it has a lot to do with the mindset of an individual, um, where they are, you know, maturely, where they are. <laughs> where they are. Um, I think that, do you think that mature? I don't, I think that when a person cheats, it has a lot to do with their mature maturity level. I don't think they're mature enough. 
absolutely. Uh, we're, I'm guilty of cheating. I don't know if you guys are guilty of cheating. I'm sure you do your own confession. I'm not talking about now, but definitely back in the day, definitely, you know, in my 20s, I'm guilty of cheating in my 20s for sure. Um, and maturity level, I was beyond immature, definitely beyond immature. And um, it has a lot to do with that. And um, do I regret it? Yes, I do. Why did I do it? Because that person was paying me more attention. You know, it has a lot to do with, you know, that person is giving you more. Mm -hmm. This person is painting a better picture. The picture, that life and that picture, what you really want mm -hmm. and what you desire is doing everything that you really want versus what you already have. <laughs> and so you want to slide on that side. So I definitely think that has a lot to do with the maturity level. So I have to really pinpoint that I was in my 20s because someone would take that and run with it. <laughs> Tell me about that. Uh, I'm gonna let Sirius K first because Queen ain't gonna take this and run with it. But Sirius, I'm gonna let you go. So bad, you know, I'm just gonna say with cheating, it depends on what is what your love language is. That's the reason why you cheat. If you're missing that particular thing, whatever your love language is, and your partner is not giving you, whether it be sex, affection, words of affirmation. Um, any of that, if my spouse or my partner or whoever <laughs> it may be for you guys, if they're not, um, giving me affection, my love language is affection. Okay. I need affection. I need attention. I need you to be here. I need, so if I'm not getting that, I'm going to crave that. Right. I, all of a sudden I go to uh, the gas station or the grocery store and this person is showing me attention and, oh, you're beautiful. And you know, and they grab my hand or I'm like, oh God, you know, I have a hand. I'm listening. So it's going to be easy for a person to give into that because that's what they're missing. Right. That's what they're yearning for because that is a part of their love language. Yeah. If a person is real, uh, has a, a high sex drive, they're not getting the sex that they need at home and somebody just starts flirting with them on the job or whatever and they're like oh you know i feel kind of this is what i like and this yep. is what i eat and that person just keep on coming at them and coming at them. i mean it could be easy for them to be tempted into temptation yes. and doing that uh if it's conversation so and then uh, like i said before it depends on what cheating is for you like for me even if my husband talked to another woman you don't have to have sex i believe that you don't have to have sex with someone to be cheating Oh, so true. if my husband is, is talking to a woman of the opposite sex and we're not friends, I don't know her and I don't know that you guys are talking and I'm not a part of the conversation, for me, that's cheating because um, I'm a woman, you have me here, I'm your wife, whatever it is you need to talk about, you can talk about that with me, even if it's sports, whatever, I don't know much about football, tell me about it, let's talk about it. Yes. Tell me about it. So when I watch football with you, I can know, you know, what's going on and we can have that conversation. Mm -hmm. So I think that it depends on what's missing. Now, when it comes to me, I can't really speak on that. I want to say it's about the sex plus, <laughs> plus their um, love languages. I can say yeah. it. I, I want to say that that's what it's for. But like I said, I can't really speak on that. But I know women, like uh, Nikki just said, women, we it's, it's more of an emotional thing for us. Um, I would like to believe that um, because I know, yeah, I cheated before when I was younger. 
but I have since learned if I don't want that person, if I don't want to be with you, I would rather sever it, cut ties with the relationship and go on. And me, I cheated because it was a thing that um, this person wasn't my my love language is uh, words of affirmation and sex. So I wasn't getting those words of affirmation. You know, I'm I'm dressing up. Wait, wait, wait. Did Kim say words of affirmation and sex? I'm like, wait, wait. Yeah. You have the number from the one through five. <laughs> is, that even, is, that Kim, is that a love language? Oh, that's one, two. <laughs> one, two. Wait, Kim, you just threw in your own love language. <laughs> I said one, two. So I wasn't getting um those words of affirmation, you know, telling me that. I mean, I know some people feel like, oh, you know, that's shallow. You shouldn't care about that. But yeah, I do. I like to be, I look, if I'm looking good, I like for my man to say, oh, girl, you looking good. Wow. Or I don't want to go out and then somebody, another man tell me that or whatever. So yeah. I was missing those things. And so that guy was giving me that attention and then it pulled me in. And then, of course, you know, I end up telling on myself. Uh, <laughs> but. <laughs> Right. But yeah, I just, I just, I just feel like it depends on your needs and what you're missing. But I would say to anyone that's missing those needs, go to your partner and talk to them about it. Don't cheat. Go talk to them about it. If they don't straighten it out, just sever ties, just break up, just go on about your business. Yeah. Right. Wait. You know, see what? I'm not even gonna say nothing that bad. See. Um. Listen, Sirius K took it and run with it, y'all. I ain't got too much. <laughs> but I think um, definitely it doesn't have to be physical. I think emotional is, is worse than physical. And I say that because physically you can, you can have sex with somebody one day and just disconnect. But when you have an emotional connection, you, you establish some type, you know, you establish a bond that's, that seems a little harder to break. Because um, I know for me in the past when I cheated, and by the way, that statement um, once a cheater is always a cheater. That that's a lie. Cause um, like for me, I cheated in my past, but absolutely today I'm the most loyal, committed person ever, and I would not even cheat on my husband. I can't even imagine cheating on him. But yeah. um, but you know, but in the past I have cheated, and it started out as emotional. So um, you know, in the past when I was married, where and be careful, cause I don't think. You <laughs> Just in case, just in case he, you know, he makes come, you know, come across his name. But uh, in the past, I have, you know, cheated, and it started out as it was an emotional thing. Met the person at work. The person was giving me the attention, the, the acts of kindness. You mentioned love language. One of mine is act of kindness. It say it ain't even sex, y'all. Even though Kim made that up. Mine, the second is, is sex. <laughs> so, but the first is definitely acts of kindness. When a person showing me like, you know, it doesn't have to always be giving money, like nothing like that, but just doing things to me because I'm always busy. So showing me that you, you know, you care in some way by doing some act of kindness. That shows me that, you know, you care. Um, definitely sex, definitely, definitely all day. <laughs> but in the past, you know, um, he wasn't giving me certain things. So it started out, it started out as a work affair. And um, he was showing me a lot of attention and he was giving me emotional attention. And we developed a friendship maybe about a year or two later we end up getting involved and having sex and um so yeah so it's emotional is definitely cheating wow mm -hmm. you, know what? you create <clears throat> really quick when it's emotional you already in your mind you're already thinking stuff 
So when you know, they always say when you're thinking it, you're manifesting it. You're manifesting it into being. So when you're emotionally, you know, thinking about a person, you're emotionally connecting with a person, you already imagine it in your mind. And once you imagine it, you're already creating it. So guess what? Most likely you're going to get involved, whether it's that person or another person. I just thought yeah. about something I wasn't going to say. But, <laughs> but, but yeah, so, you know, you want to be mindful of that. And if you're married, you should not really be friends with the opposite sex unless your partner is also friends with that person. Mm -hmm. Right. You know what? I heard a man say one time, he said that uh, men, you know, it the, the question was asked, why do men get so upset when their women cheat, in the, but they cheated on their woman, right? And so the guy said, well, because we know that when y'all cheat, y'all really like the dude. But when we do it, we don't have to like the woman. Wow. So that's why it hurts so bad. Wow. You know, that is true because a woman, when she cheat, yeah, she's pretty much done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is very true. Wow. That's, that's crazy. crazy. Wow. wow. That's very true. Listening to the comments of my co-hosts, I'm gonna have to work on my sexual nature because my co-hosts, both of them said sex as the second reason. I never said sex. Suffer <laughs> <laughs> with my sexual. <laughs> I said, show me a life that that I desire. <laughs> they both said sex. No, <laughs> you know, you know, we could be in our prime. Maybe we, I don't know. I don't know, but I want to know something happens I'm after. Sure. Right, and since I'm 32, you're right. Oh, you know. <laughs> so you know what? I gotta listen. That's why God need to like come on with the husband because oh my Lord. <laughs> because while I'm in my prime, I want to enjoy my prime time. Right, right. <laughs> Listen, all, single men, all single men that are tuning in. Listen, at Planet Fitness, they have this massage thing, right? That's my form of entertainment. Oh, gosh. Oh. Thing, right? So that's really good. It's a hydro water thing and it massage you. So when I go, like I, after I work out, I, I lay on the massage thing and I just enjoy listen to music, close my eyes. But I may focus on certain areas because you know I really vibrate a lot, and it's really good. <laughs> That's Move my point. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Move on to the next topic, y'all. How far will you go for love? How far, Queen A, will you go for love? Besides that massage. <laughs> That's where I go for love, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> to the gym, to the gym massage. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of us will. I mean, we will go some depths for love. I mean, it just excuse me. I think it really depends on um, you know the the depth of the of the love you have for that individual. You know, if you're in love with someone, and not if 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 it's your spouse, I don't think there's a measure on it, or it shouldn't be a measure on it. Now, for someone, perhaps, <laughs> but you know, with your spouse, it should be unconditionally. <laughs> that's my, you know, <laughs> that's my thoughts on it. That's my belief on it. But, you know, I know with, you know, everybody is different, but I think that for me, you know, when it comes to the spouse, I think it should be unconditionally, children unconditionally, but we're talking about here, relationships, everything, love and marriage. Okay. Relationship. Um, 
I think, you know, it should be unconditionally. And, but I know, you know, today's time, you step on someone's foot and that's your husband or wife, you you might, you know, you might get some divorce papers the next day, you know? So I know times are different. I know people are different. If, you know, if it gets hot, if it gets t- if times get tough, you know, situations can really take a turn for the left. So I do understand that, that times are different. But uh, for me, I think that when it comes for how forward I go, love is definitely unconditional, unconditionally for me in a relationship. Queen A. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I've learned something about myself in online dating. I've learned a lot about myself. And one of the things I didn't realize, which I'm now learning, is that I used to run away from love. Um, and so because of that, like I wasn't the type that would really not saying I wouldn't invest, I would definitely invest, but it was it was a fear to you know, settled down was a fear. And not the fact that I was fearing to be with the person for a long time, but the fear of failure, um, that the relationship will fail and knowing I can't tell, like I can't take heartbreak. And so, um, but so for me, self-love is very, very important. And so um, when it comes to love, I'm learning as I mature and get older that now I will fight for, you know, when it comes to love, I'll fight for it. But I'm always reminded about self-love as well. So I'm always reminded how, like, I look at, ask myself the questions like, okay, is it disrupting my peace, my happiness? Um, is it going to affect me if I'm going to do so much and, and try to fight or find love? But um, also I want to bring up Sirius K told me about this show and um, on Netflix, I forgot the name of it, Tinder Swindler. Yeah, Tinder Swindler. I finally watched it earlier today. And this, I mean, these people were really going far for love because this show, and Sirius K probably going to talk more about it, but this show um, really showed how, and this is why you got to be careful, especially women on online dating, because these men were really doing some stuff to these women. And because they felt a connection to them, because they felt some type of love, because they was really searching for love, um, they these guys swindled them out of like, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. I was sitting there on the show like, I can't believe this. But mm-hmm. the thing, that's why I said self-love is so important because if I'm involved in a relationship and I see a man keep asking me for money, I'm like, hold on. Like, wait a minute now. You know, so, and it just goes to show like how you could be manipulated when you're looking for love. So um, if you don't have self-love, you can't be manipulated. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, serious case. What are your thoughts? I agree. Like those ladies on that show that kept giving that man their money. Um, the farthest I'm gonna go, I'm gonna help you catch up on some bills. I want to make sure that we ain't in debt. But when you start, baby, I need twenty thousand dollars because somebody got a hit out on me. Listen, we need to go see somebody and talk to somebody because. Let's go to the, to, to the cops and see what can be done because I am not going to get no quick loan, payday loan, $20,000 because you say somebody got a hit on you. Uh, uh, you got to prove this to me. Mm-hmm. I need to see the hitters. <laughs> Where yeah. the hitters yeah. No, but I'm not doing no... Um, it makes me think about that movie, Indecent Proposal. I'm not doing no Indecent Proposal type stuff. <laughs> Yes. Ain't robbing no banks for you. Yeah. Um, like you say, Queen A, if it causes me my freedom and my peace, I'm, I'm not doing that. 
but I definitely believe in unconditional love. I mean, whatever it is that you want to do, and I have the means or the capability, and we can, and, and I can help you do it, I will go through great lengths to help you. I will sacrifice some stuff, you know, yeah. to help you, yeah. if, if, you know, to, to support you, whatever it is, to support your dream or whatever it is that you're trying to do. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. If we need to sell the house and stay in the apartment because you got this dream, <laughs> and I believe in that dream. Yeah, we we can do this. Let's figure out a yes. way to do this. Yes, you know. Yeah. So so yeah, I, I I will go. I will go for for love for my husband. For my husband. Yeah. For, yeah. You and know, so, you said you said that. Yeah, <laughs> because I remember I met um, someone. This was years ago, and um, you know we just started talking and everything. And I noticed he was here calling here say, hey, um, you know he he wouldn't ask for money right away. But he would kind of throw out like, hey, I'm having issues with my car. You know, I got to work a lot because I'm having issues with my car. Um, I'm trying to figure out where to get this money from. And I'm like, so I'm, I'm listening. I'm like, here we go. So I didn't say anything. I'm just listening. I said, okay, okay. A few times he kept calling and he, he tried his best to befriend me, like giving me all type of compliments, like just showing me a lot of attention. But I noticed he kept bringing up money. So next thing you know, he called me real early in the morning, about 6.30, said he had an issue with his car, and he asked if he can borrow, like, I think it was like $500. So I said, no. I was like, no. So he was like, well, you know, if you can't lend me that, can lend me maybe half of it, like, you know, $250, $200. And I was like, no. So he was like, oh, come on, we friends. I really like you. But... I just thought about it because I said when I when I learned more about him, I found out he was doing it to several women. So I mean, we used to work together. So I found out he was doing this to several women on a job. He had slept with several women and was getting money out of them. That's they how the swindler was doing. Yeah. and he was using that money to trick other women <laughs> into giving yeah. money because he would wine them and dine them and take them out. That would be the first date. Take you on a private jet, take you to this luxurious hotel, these nice uh, five, ten star restaurants, all this kind of stuff to make you think he's, to sell his story, to make you think he's rich, just like he said he was, diamond dealer, rich, got this company, him and his family. And so they believe him. So then when he started asking of our money, his bank account is tied up because these people are looking for him the enemy and money tied they believe him because they saw him spending this money but that was money that he got from the previous woman mm -hmm. so that he can get more money so he made up all kind of stories and that's how they that's how they get him wow see that's why you got to be discerning i mean that's why you got to really be and sometimes i think like i'm on guard too much or maybe putting up a boundary too much but when i hear stuff like that um, you know, it makes me realize, and I'm glad that I grew wiser. So, um, you know, I'm, I, you know, as you get older, you grow wiser. And when you develop mm -hmm. self-love, you grow wiser. And you have more mm -hmm. of a developing, you know, a discerning spirit when it comes to certain things. Yes. And I wonder, where, when did it shift in relationships that a person feels obligated as they do in a marriage? You know, when, when did it shift? Like where what happened? When did it shift the mindsets that you feel like you gotta operate as a husband and wife? Like those women on Tinder, what was that Tinder's swindler? Swindlers, where they had to take out loans for him and do all that when he was just a 
Well, were they even dating? Were they even considered more for They were just. Yeah, he would ask them, be my woman, you know, and he even had them going looking for apartments and gave them a, a, a spending limit, you know, as far as. There, this but there man. was no commitment there. There was no, forget that. There was no marriage there, but you no. felt like I'm obligated to go and take out a loan for him or to go find an apartment or house or condo or whatever. Yes. When did the mindset shift to where you felt like you had to do the duties of a wife or a husband in the mind of people? Exactly. And that's the thing. You 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 know, uh, like our Ed, Ed man said, I kept saying while watching the whole thing, y'all, he's supposed to be rich. He's supposed <laughs> to be rich. Why does he need this money? Why does he need this money? You know? But you know, like watching the show, um, these women, like he put them, he he made them feel like they can be vulnerable. They, you know, so they became very vulnerable, fell in love and everything. But what was happening, like he made it this whole story. So he was already collecting lies. He was already yeah. making up lies. Like he was saying he was in a diamond business, and the diamond business is, of course, a risky business. So he was, you know, he took pictures of his bodyguard to mm -hmm. make it seem like he got into like a fight or brawl. He needs, you know, so he said that he was being followed. He couldn't use mm -hmm. his credit cards. So eventually, eventually he started asking, hey, I can't use my credit cards. I promise I give it back. Can you take out a loan for me? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. um, so he was already creating a bunch of lies. He was already leading up to it from the beginning of the um, meeting. So yeah. he was already leading up to it. Yeah, because he was sending those the same videos to all those women. So it was like old videos and stuff like that. But my thing is, the first time you ask me, I'm done anyway. I ain't going no further. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, uh, oh, oh, baby. Well, I don't know what to tell you. I, I don't have <laughs> that last one in the end. I loved her. She got him, baby. She was like, okay, send me your clothes. I'm going to help you. Let me sell your clothes and I'll get you the money. She was selling them clothes and she kept the money. <laughs> I know that's right. I may not have gotten all my money back, but I got some. <laughs> I know that's right. That's just crazy. Wow. It just show, you know, it just really yeah. goes to show again about self-love. It's like, especially if you're single, I mean married, single, whatever, but um, you know, on when when it comes to loving, just just falling in love, being in love is important to first have self-respect for yourself and also think about standards. Like that's why it's important to create standards. And this woman, like, listen to their story. I wonder what was her standards, because I'm like, I, I don't, I can't even. No, see. When you desperate for love, you'll do it, do anything, and yeah. put up with any and everything. I hear it all the time. People just desperate for love, like, you know, and you can deal with it. Desperate for love, you end up being manipulated, and you mm -hmm. end up doing things that's just getting involved with married people, getting involved with somebody you know is not any good for you. You end yeah. up doing crazy stuff just to get that that you know that love or that attention or whatever it is but i mean it's just so but is it really so is it love make you do crazy things love is blind is it really love hmm. it I depends mean, love on what the definition of love stuff. is <laughs> <laughs> it depends on what your definition of love is i think that love is intelligent i think that love I think it encompasses so much more than I don't think that love make you do crazy things. I think you do the crazy things. I don't think love make you do the crazy things. I think it's her. So and, it's yeah, you're so infatuated, you know, with that individual. And then come on now. Usually when you do crazy stuff, sex is involved most of the time. And we all know what sex makes makes people do. <laughs> we 
somebody did some crazy stuff. Okay, and then they admitted. Then they admitted later that the sex wasn't good. I'm like, you know how you how you know people always say we always put it there. We always go, oh, he must have did this and he must got. Then later on, the person said, I never even had an orgasm. What? And you was doing some crazy stuff, lady. Jesus the Bible crazy. explains love. <laughs> and he never said love was crazy. <laughs> he never said love was crazy. He never said love was blind. He never said love was making love. It's, it's a Bible screen that says love is blind, right? Yes, yeah, a show. Mm -hmm. Not a show. A show. Oh, I thought you said is there a show. Okay, okay. No, no, okay. I was saying, isn't it in the Bible that it says love? Isn't it the scripture, right? Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm making a show. No, no. I <laughs> From the ESV um, version, ESV version. Okay, you go with the mother versions. Go ahead. <laughs> which one do you read from? Which one? King James or New King okay. James? <laughs> go ahead. Well, just read. We don't have what a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all can read the King James version, but it says, "Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful." It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believe all things, hope all things, endure all things. Love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. Wow. I'm just saying love is intelligent. So kill the myth that love is blind. Love is make us do crazy things. No, it don't. It's what we're missing. We're missing love. That's why we're crazy. That's yes. why we're blind because we're missing it. We're missing the self-love. That's why we do crazy stuff because we don't have that self-love. We're blind because we're, we don't have love that is guiding us to do the right thing because it's just explained. Go ahead, Queen A. <laughs> the first thing, of course, is developing self-love for yourself. But it's important to have a, a relationship with a higher power, with God. That's important. Because when you have a relationship with God, you know, he gets you through all things. But the most important the next thing is having a relationship with you, having self-love, self-respect. Um, yeah, that, that way you mature and you're not just going for anything. You can't be fooled. You can't be blinded. You can't be crazy. <laughs> yes. This has been a great show, y'all. We're like over time. Great show. We always have such great show. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Tune into our podcast weekly. We love y'all. Thanks so much for the interaction. Have a great, safe, and blessed week. We are out of here. We shall see you Good next night. week. Good night. Good night.